Hello there and welcome to Planet Sport Football Africa, the show where we look at African football, what's happening around the continent and what African players are doing overseas. I'm Steve Vickers in Harare, Zimbabwe. And I'm Solomon Izanga Shams in Johannesburg, South Africa. Today we're continuing with our look at referees, the men in the middle who come in for constant criticism with fans accusing referees of incompetence, bias and even corruption. Many fans in Kenya have question marks about the performance of referees. Do referees change their mind in the game? Certainly they do sometimes. Not always, but sometimes. Well, last week we looked at how difficult the job of a referee is. Research has suggested that referees make an average of 12 mistakes per game. But our European football expert Stuart Weir said that because football is such a huge industry, it's simply not acceptable for referees to make errors that can end up costing clubs millions of dollars in competitions like the UEFA Champions League. We discussed too the pressure that referees come under from home fans, especially in Africa. We heard from supporters in Nigeria saying that players and coaches get angry with referees because they allege that they are biased. And up on our Facebook page, Planet Sport Football Africa, we heard from Sylvester Simon in Lagos, Nigeria. He says that referees are trying their best, but that losing teams and fans can never be satisfied. A good summary there. Well, it's interesting that last weekend in the English Premier League there was massive controversy as Newcastle lost 2-0 to Manchester City with what would have been an equaliser by Cech Tioti being ruled offside. There were three players in offside positions, but none seemed to be interfering with play. So arguably the goal should have stood. But the assistant referee advised the referee that one player, Johan Gufran, had obstructed the view of the keeper and hence was offside. And there was much, much debate on that decision. Well, that was in England. Let's focus, though, on the issue of referees in Africa. Here's the views of supporters in Nairobi, Kenya, speaking to Planet Sport Football Africa's Norman Brierley. Do they think that referees are doing a good job? I can say, OK, they're good. But uh, the problem is you can find maybe there's a two-team playing and you can find a referee is in the one, 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 one side. You find maybe the other team are playing roughly, but the referee is not looking that because he is on that side, you see. And uh, the other team, they are playing well. But if we, if the one player makes a just simple mistake, you find maybe he gives penalty or foul or a red card. So they are good, but if they can just change those little, little problems. Referees, they always get the brunt of any attack from certainly people who are watching games. How do referees do here in Kenya? Not very bad, but they need to pull up their socks a little bit more. We had a match a few weeks ago and, you know, uh, it didn't end up very well because um, eventually Sony Sugar walked out of the stadium and the match was um, uh, abandoned like that. Uh, again, this was because of this, the goal that Goldmeyer scored um, the last minutes, which was not so, so good according to Sony Sugar. Uh, but according to uh, Gol Mahia, that was a goal, you know. So uh, uh, we, we've had issues with referees, but they, they really try. They really try. Is the standard good enough? I mean, uh, is FIFA doing anything in coaching these referees in any way? Not so much in Kenya, mm. I must say. Mm. Uh, not so much. We really need them to do that. About officials bribing, is, does any of that go on? Officials of certain clubs bribing the referee to... Uh, as a fan, I'm a fan of Gorma here. <laughs> <laughs> and I must say, you know, you, you know, you'll hear a lot of people say that uh, Gormaya is a favourite team and... Uh, you know, the Premier League is support is behind Gormaya and stuff like that, but I don't think so. 
I don't really think so. I don't know if that happens. I'm not so sure. Referees rule the game. Is the referee playing the game properly? To my knowledge, they, they are not. Because if you say referees, I mean, of shitting the between either Koromaya or FC, you know, like the fans are the ones like kind of uh, of shitting the game. Because even if it's a foul, the fans want that not to be like this a foul. They say no. So if the referee changes his decision, they will have to hand him after the match. Whereby now, next time the referee of shitting for the two teams say no. What I saw from my fellow referee, I don't want it to happen, so you have to favour the other team. But do referees change their mind in the game? Certainly they do sometimes. Not always, but sometimes. It just goes with the mood of the fans with the team, the, especially these big teams. But the small ones, it's OK. But the big teams, they have to go with the, in their favour. So fans in Kenya there, not as critical as the Nigerian fans were that we heard from last week, but saying that referees can be biased and that they do make mistakes. Now, Solomon, let's look at the really big question raised there. Are referees sometimes bribed in African football? Obviously, we can't answer this one categorically at all, but I've heard many stories and allegations at domestic level and at international level too of referees being paid to ensure that a team wins. Do you believe that happens? Yes, I believe that happens. A lot of that I saw growing up in Nigeria. A referee was banned for life here in South Africa by the Premier Soccer League recently. And also a lot of club officials were banned for bribing this referee. So it's a two-way thing. It's not about the referee asking for a bribe for a team to be able to win. It's also about the team officials as you know, approaching the referee and offering uh, to give him a certain amount of money or offer him a house or... Uh, uh, you know, a holiday just for the team to be able to win. So it's sad, but uh, there is a lot of uh, allegations domestically and internationally of referees being paid to ensure that team uh, wins. It's still going on, but the good thing is CAF and FIFA has really helped in making sure that we minimize it. It's going to be with us for a long time because a referee is human and there is, uh, there is also a question of integrity. A lot of it is about integrity. It's about personal integrity, not just FIFA's integrity or CAF integrity or the local FA's integrity, but it's about personal integrity. There are other referees that would whatever you do to bribe them you would never succeed because for them being a referee is about integrity making sure they're objective making sure they're fair only the best team and the good team wins on that day but i just hope that we'll keep progressing and making sure that every referee has a level of integrity that would not be swayed by any sort of bribery Well, thanks, Solomon, and let's hope so. I've heard so many stories along those lines, and indeed, integrity is absolutely crucial. Just last month, a FIFA and CAF instructor in Nigeria, Emmanuel Obafemi, urged officials of clubs in the various national leagues around the country to desist from offering bribes to match officials. Well, from uh, that hot issue, let's look at what referees go through personally. Eddie Maillet is a retired referee from the Seychelles. He officiated at the 2010 FIFA World Cup. And speaking to him at that time, he said that he endured a lot of hardships and insults as a referee. And we asked why he stuck with the job. Uh, I think it is, it is just passion. It is love of the game. You know, once you love football, you still want to contribute in football. I was a player before. And now I am a referee, but I also get a lot of encouragement from friends, from from my, my mother, 
particularly my mother, she passed away a couple of years back. So she told me that I have a bright future in everything and I should continue. So I think I'm I'm doing this for her. And I love it so much also when I'm on the field of play and I get good. I mean, the players, they appreciate me and uh, there's no problem most of the time with the players. But, uh, you know, uh, this passion is there. One day you go home, you say, no, I, I quit. And the next morning you are there. So it's just a special force that drives you. And uh, so I'm a strong believer in God. And I always pray, always do my prayers and ask God to give me the strength. Wrestling also has brought a lot of benefits for me, personally. I've traveled all the world. I'm not rich in terms of money, but I'm rich in terms of experience, of what I've seen in Africa, different countries, different cultures, food. That's Eddie Maye, a retired referee from the Seychelles, who officiated at the 2010 FIFA World Cup. Uh, they're saying after some games, he used to say that he would quit, only to change his mind the next day because of his passion for the job, saying that his faith in God helped him a lot and that it's a job that helps you to travel a lot and to see new things. So a bit of an insight there into what it's like being a referee. Just to conclude on this one, let's go to uh, Stuart Weir in the UK, our European football expert. Stuart, what really do you think we should expect from referees as fans? For me, one of the big things is we need referees who know the game, not just know the laws. And, you know, at times you get referees perhaps who who know the laws of the game, but don't really know the game because they haven't played it. I personally like a referee who smiles. I think I like a referee who talks to players. You know, so much comes down to the the skills of the referee and man management. You know, I remember talking to the legendary BBC commentator John Motson during the World Cup in South Africa. And John was arguing that there was great inconsistency as to what tackles warranted a yellow card. And in a way, I think that's something where I think administrators have got to give referees more clear guidance. You know, what constitutes a yellow card? When should a yellow card be given? When should a red card be given? And, you know, we go back to uh, what we talked about in the previous programme, about referees being human. But I think we do look for a level of consistency. Solomon, what do you think we should uh, really be expecting from referees? I think as football fans, we should expect referees to be able to be honest, to be objective and to be fair. You know, it's more like you you go to school as a student and you write an exam and you expect to get the right results based on how you answered your questions. You know, or you're dealing with God. You expect God to be fair and square. You don't expect God to be biased. You don't expect God to take a bribe to bless somebody and not bless the other person. So it's the same way with the referees. The referees are there to officiate not for themselves, not for one club or the other, not for any individual, but for the benefit of really reflecting that look in society. If you play great if you are fair if you play your best if you are a great team if you work hard then definitely you deserve to win and the referees should be able to project that in their officiating they must make sure that they stand on truth not on pressure from uh, the football fans in the stadium or from any official but they stand on the truth they're gonna make sure that only the team that plays well and scores the goals win at the end of the day so the referees are there not only representing themselves or their local fa but they're actually 
actually representing the society. They are supposed to reflect what the society should be like, how the society should operate. That is in honesty, in objectivity, and also in making sure that you are not swayed by any sort of pressure or outside external influence, but you do what is right and you make sure that at the end of the day, football fans must accept it, that the referee did his best and he made sure that he gave the right call and the football fans must make sure you know that look this is it because everybody sees the referee they watch the referee on tv they're in the stadium they watch the referee and if there's any dubious call obviously people and football fans are going to question it and the referee has to make sure that he minimized that through making sure that he's refereeing is very honest and straightforward and very objective now the referee's decision is final that is a basic principle of football indeed if not the most basic principle so Stuart, why is it so hard for fans, players and coaches to say that the referee's decision is final and to simply accept that? Well, I suppose there are two things I'd say on that. One is, it's just part of the nature of the game that we love to argue about the key decisions afterwards. You know, that that you watch a game and then you discuss it with your mates and, you know, you support one team, I support the other. So we see the same incident completely in a completely different way. And, of course, there's also the argument that it may favour your team this week, but over the course of the season, these things have a way of equaling each other out. Solomon, why do you think it's so hard for us to accept that the referee's decision is final? I guess it's really all about winning, isn't it, Steve? It's about a team. When two teams come to play for 90 minutes on the football pitch, there's no team out of the two teams that is out there to lose. They're there to win, and, and they have to do their best to win. And definitely the referee's decision is final because, you know, unlike a rugby or cricket where you, you get to watch uh, replays of certain incidences, you know, that the team is not happy about, you can really look at it again. In this case, you don't really get to do that. And so the referee's decision is final. And sometimes the football fans also over-expect their players and also the teams to win. I mean, I don't see any reason why a football fan or football fans would expect their team to win when their team is not playing very well you know we have to be good losers that's what football is really all about whether you win or lose you just have to accept the fact that you've lost or you've won and just be a good loser and you might just get another opportunity next time around this is one of those debates that could go on and on. And many thanks to Solomon Ashams in South Africa and to Stuart Weir in the UK. And we'd love to hear your views on this topic on our Facebook page. Are referees in Africa doing a good job? Are we expecting too much from them? Or are they letting the teams down? The Facebook page, Planet Sport Football Africa. And that is all one word, Planet Sport Football Africa. From me, Steve Vickers in Zimbabwe. We'll be back next week and you can find the show online at Planet Sport. TV. And Planet Sport Football Africa is a 2K Plus international sports media production.